This is Sheltering in Petaluma, the podcast about how Petalumans are doing during the COVID-19 pandemic. I'm your host, Andy Sewell. This podcast is produced in collaboration with Petaluma Arts Center. Be sure to listen to the end of the episode for more information about them and other arts programming they provide. This is our first episode, and the theme is Stay Home. For a lot of people, home is where we spend a lot of our time, just not all of our time. And as you will hear from our first voice memo, some Petalumans have been thinking about how all this time at home has impacted us. Meet Vagar, a professional photographer who gives his thoughts on how sheltering in place has been for his family. Hello, voice memo. Here we are in the middle of COVID-19, coronavirus. This is the sound of my grill. As much as the coronavirus situation has sucked on so many different levels for so many different people, as we all come from so many different walks of life and we do so many different things, professionally, personally, family-wise, no family, all these different things, um, I have to say for me and my family, it has actually been a wonderful experience. I know that sounds a bit weird, but it really has. I think for my son, who is uh, an introvert, extrovert, it's been a wonderful time for him to be able to just do things at his own schedule. Um, I, he's 11, he turned 11 this week. I have not seen him as happy as he is now since he was about two years old. It's bizarre. He's beaming. He loves it. He gets to see people through their online classrooms, which is also perfectly a perfectly controlled environment. Usually he's extremely social. He plays soccer. He runs around. He loves being with friends, all that stuff. But at the same time, when he comes home, he needs his own time and space just to get the stuff out of his system. And it's been nice to see him in a situation where he doesn't really need to do that anymore. Which, again, has just changed my wife and I's relationship with him. And my wife's a teacher. So she's had to deal with online learning, which has also been kind of a strange, bizarre adventure for her. And my daughter, she is 13, going on 21. She would love to go to the mall with her friends, but that is not happening anytime soon. <laughs> Wait, crazy flames coming up my girl here. Um, but one thing that I find interesting when it comes to me and my own patterns is that I am a photographer. I have a home office. I always did for the last 20 years. And it's sort of weirdly comforting to all of a sudden see that the whole world, at least, you know, in the U.S. and some other places, now are sharing my reality. Everybody's working at home. Everybody's with their kids when they can. And it's just, you know, it's just weirdly relaxing to just know that everyone else now knows what it is like to be me. Vagar has an interesting perspective. He's always worked from home. So for him, the biggest changes have been having everybody else at home. And it sounds like that's been great. 
We'll hear a little more from him later, but first I want you to meet Lucas. He's also someone who is used to being at home. For Lucas, education from home is normal. Even though he's 12, he has a lot of insight and a pretty great perspective on the positives that have been greater than the negatives. Hey, my name's Lucas. I'm 12 and I've lived in East Paloma all my life. Obviously, these have been some very interesting times and adjustment for all of us. Well, I'll be honest, it's definitely felt a bit restrictive not being able to see family, friends, or just go out for dinner in a movie. And at the same time, it's certainly been amazing to see just how we've all found creative ways to stay together, even though we can't interact physically. We embrace technology to keep us connected. Many organizations I'm involved with have moved to FaceTime or Zoom so we can continue to meet. We've been able to coordinate citywide events like Howling Every Day at 8 p.m. And everyone in my family has stayed together by hosting virtual picnics every Friday and even having Easter over Zoom so we could all feel like we're still around the table with each other. It truly has been great just to stay connected and still feel like we can be together even if we can't physically. I know a lot has changed for so many, myself included. Schedules disrupted, plans destroyed, a lot of insecurity all around. And frankly, I'm one of the lucky ones. I'm homeschooled and I've been my whole life, so I've been fortunate enough to really not have to make anywhere near as much of an adjustment in my day-to-day schedule as so many I know. Talking to friends from quite a few people in my age group, it's been very interesting to hear how much of an adjustment it's been to move digital, especially considering that my generation is touted for trying to use technology to replace physical interaction. I mean, seriously, we're named iGen, but this has really shown me and a lot of others I know that true interpersonal interaction isn't going anywhere anytime soon. So for now, I'm just taking this time to slow down, read some good books, and enjoy time with my family. That being said, I'm not going to lie, I've had my fair share of challenges throughout this shelter in place, but I know we'll all get through this and come out stronger as families, as a community, and as people. For me, this is really my first global disaster. Sure, I lived through H1N1 and the Tubbs and Kincaid fires, but this is on another level, likes which the world really has not seen for decades. So, for me, this will always be a time in my life I'll never forget. And I hope when I look back in 20 years, I'll be happy I took the time to slow down, take some time with my family, and just know we'll all get through this. Thanks, Lucas. Ryan and his household have also been enjoying their time together. He is sheltering with Dave, Eileen, Davey, Kanika, Jordan, and Jaden. Ryan gathered them all together to ask some questions about how it's been going for them. So how has your household adapted to life during the shelter-in-place order? We are playing a lot more games. A lot, right? Yes. Like puzzles. Puzzles. Mm-hmm. Great games. I'm a, I'm a board game We've junkie. never really done games before, and now we do games, which I really enjoy. Are you guys Twister. feeling like your brains are getting rotted out on too much TV? No. No. Not at all? Mm-hmm. I actually feel like I'm on think, TV less. Really? I don't think we're watching any more TV. I'm tired of TV. <laughs> So we are playing more games, a lot, lot more games, a Dinner, lot, right? a lot more homemade meals, yeah. and I'm yeah. actually enjoying the cooking homemade home a lot. cooking at home meals. a lot. A lot more healthy meals. No. Well, pretty soon you're going to have to because those shelves are going to be empty. No <laughs> Thank you to all of the Petalumans who contributed to this episode. If you have something you'd like to share, head over to shelteringinpetaluma.org and click participate at the top to learn how to send in your voice memo for a future episode. Some common topics so far include food, like Ryan's family, but also changes with school and work and exercise and even pets. But no need to limit to just those. Send in whatever you want to share. That is the whole point of the podcast. 
Sheltering in Petaluma is produced by Audio Ephemera in collaboration with Petaluma Arts Center. Check out their website, PetalumaArtsCenter.org, to learn about another great project called Art Apart, a citywide art exhibit where community members create and share their work on front yards, lawns, and windows. Special thanks to Jude Mooney, Jonathan Marlowe, Heather Mackin, Daniel Strobel, Michael Woolsey, and to all the Petalumans who have sent in their stories. Keep them coming. Music in this episode by Blue Dot Sessions. You can subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts or visit shelteringinpetaluma.org. Also, follow us on Instagram for previews of upcoming episodes and bonus clips. And we'll end where we started with Vegar. In Norway, we have a saying which goes, Det er aldri så galt at det ikke er godt for noe. Which basically means, it's never so bad that it's not good for something. And I do feel that that is the case with what's going on and what's happening. Things as well as all the really negative things. Hopefully, we can get out at a better place than where we were before we went into this situation. At least that is my hope. Thanks, Petaluma. Stay safe.